At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included. All while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's a game day edition, Hornets back home, ready to tip off a five-game homestand. We're going to talk about what we're most looking forward to over this next five-game stretch. We'll, of course, have our game preview for tonight's matchup, Hornets versus Jazz, and give you the latest on Hornets rookie center Mark Williams, who, of course, had to exit the team's last game, a win in Detroit, with a right thumb sprain. Helping me on all of these topics, he's my producer on the Hornets Radio Network, as well as the producer of this fine podcast, Rob Longo. Rob, thanks so much for joining me. It's good to be home. Yeah, thanks for having me as always. A little bit of role reversal here. I get to sit at home today and do the podcast, and you're the one actually in the studio pushing the ones and twos. So a little bit different, but happy to talk some point and suits nonetheless. As long as you make it in tonight to produce the game, we're fine. Yeah, I think I can make that work. I think so. Okay, good, 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 good. One, one other person we're hoping will make it in tonight and make it onto the floor is Mark Williams. The Hornets' rookie center has really been strong in the starting role since being bumped up there after the trade of Mason Plumley at the deadline. Unfortunately, he sustained a thumb sprain trying to dunk on Detroit the other day. Uh, it was a pretty gruesome-looking, gnarly-looking injury at the time. He did come back from the locker room after sustaining that injury in the first quarter, played some of the second, and then was shut down in the second half. He is listed as questionable for today's game. First off, really good news. The last thing the Hornets need is another long-term injury, particularly to one of their young, bright, future potential building blocks 
who you want to see for a longer stretch, both to get a better evaluation on him and also for him to get more reps at the NBA level. So all in all, good news. Questionable does not mean he's playing for certain tonight, but it probably leads you towards he's more likely to play at some point, either this weekend or this week, than not. Yeah, I think that's probably best-case scenario, honestly, just because of like what I talked about with Sam Hurley. On yesterday's edition of the AGC was the fact that when the injury initially happened, it just didn't look good. I mean, a lot of you know pain in Mark Williams' face whenever he came down and was grabbing that thumb, and of course, there's obviously going to be a pain when something like that happens, so... You know, the fact that he even tried to come back in Thursday's game, I thought was impressive. And that, you know, obviously the way that the score was and the way that the season has gone for the Hornets wasn't necessarily, you know, win or go home or anything like that. So obviously, Aaron decided for caution. Definitely admire him trying to come back and play through the injury. But, you know, just obviously couldn't give it a go. So again, the fact that he's questionable for tonight is definitely a, a much better sign that, A, it's he might be able to play, and B, the fact that this doesn't seem to be a long-term injury like a lamello ball, ankle fracture, and sort of stuff. So I know we're kind of speaking the obvious here, but still great news all around. And even if Mark is not able to go tonight, again, questionable, just up in the air. I thought we saw some really good things from guys like Nick Richards and Kai Jones in the end of Thursday's game when Mark Williams did go down. Through the rotations off a little bit like that, you obviously don't game plan for those sorts of situations for players to be missing for long stretches of the game. But the fact that we saw some really promising stuff from some of the other younger guys that stepped up in Mark's absence of Thursday's game was really promising as well. You led us seamlessly into the next question. So obviously, best case scenario is that Mark Williams plays tonight, not just for the Hornets' chances in this one, but again, to get more information on him and to give him more reps at the NBA level. But let's just say for the sake of argument, it doesn't happen tonight. Who gets the biggest opportunity on the roster as part of a domino effect? I've got my answer circled here. I'm showing it to everyone watching on the podcast. Sorry, it's audio only. But you give me your answer. I've got mine written down. Well, I think the obvious one would be Nick Richards. But for me, it would be Kai Jones because those backup center minutes have to go somewhere if Mark Williams isn't there. Obviously, Nick would slot in to the starting five. So somebody's going to have to come in when the lineup breaks and you might see P.J. Washington in more of a stretch five, which is what we saw on Thursday and we've seen throughout his career here in Charlotte ever since he came out of Kentucky. But I think for me, the biggest guy to look at would be Kai Jones just because he hasn't gotten a lot of run this season. He's played a lot in the G League. Let's see what he did in Greensboro. See if he can take what he learned there and apply it here with Charlotte. So I think this would be a great opportunity for Kai to really display what he can do out there. And again, he only played seven and a half minutes on Thursday, but they were a meaningful seven and a half minutes. He had a really big alley-oop dunk. He drove to the rim on a fast break and was able to get to the free throw line. So he only had four points. But in that seven and a half minutes out there on the floor, he was still a plus 11 in the plus minus. And again, I think the thing that some people look at when you see minimal playing time is, oh, well, it's a small sample size, or he didn't put up these eye-popping numbers. It doesn't matter. You don't need to do that. That's not Kai's role on this team. That's not a majority of people's roles on this team, especially guys in the rotation on the second unit and that sort of stuff. So I think the fact that there's an opportunity here for Kai to get more minutes to show what he's capable of, he would be kind of the, the guy that I would say, I wouldn't say the the winner out of this situation, but because obviously we want Mark Williams in there, but I would say he would be the guy that has the best 
chance to step up and display what he's capable of here tonight if Mark Williams can't go. Yeah, we're in agreement on this one. I, I'm very pleased with Nick Richards getting an opportunity the other day against Detroit. Obviously, the circumstances are sour, but overall, Nick has played a really good season and is deserving of more reps. Head coach Steve Clifford has talked about that throughout the campaign. And so if there is a silver lining to Mark Williams missing any time at all, it would be Nick Richards getting some time on the floor. But I think the bigger domino effect is Kai Jones getting more time on the floor. He had one run back in November, early December, where he had 10 straight games where he was playing consistently 10 or more minutes. Unfortunately, it coincided with some other injuries, and uh, it was a long losing streak for the Hornets. More recently, uh, he did get in just after the All-Star break for some extended runs as well. Some mixed results, a couple of contests where uh, he was definitely a positive in the plus-minus, but never really had a big scoring day in any of those runs. Nonetheless, when he was a positive in the plus-minus, the team ended up winning the game. And now here, if Mark Williams has to miss some time, you would probably see Kai Jones get more opportunities with 10 or more minutes. And I think for a young player who is just oozing with talent, more reps is a good thing. He's definitely getting him in practice. He's gotten a lot in the G League, and there's a lot of improvement from when we first initially saw Kai Jones, not just at this summer league, but his first summer league. But there is obviously still some room to go, and more reps is going to be a good thing for him. So not the the reason we want him out there on the floor. Certainly an injury to someone else is something the Hornets have experienced all too often this year. But I'm with you. If if Mark Williams does have to miss some time, seeing Kai Jones out there for double-digit minutes would be something positive for the Hornets to take away from an unfortunate situation. Hopefully that doesn't end up being the case. We'll have our full game preview for you later on here in the show for Hornets versus Jazz. But coming up next this is going to tip off a five-game homestand, the longest of the season. Which game or games are we most looking forward to and why? We'll talk about it next here on the Hornets Hivecast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. 
Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome back to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Sam Farber, Rob Longo, here with you on this edition of the HHC. Hornets getting ready to take on the Utah Jazz, which will tip off a five-game homestand for the Hornets. The very hot Hornets, I might add. Charlotte has won seven of their last ten. Yes, that stretch does include the injury to LaMelo Ball that saw him lost for the remainder of the season. But even with that injury, the Hornets are still playing some of the better basketball of any team in the NBA. So it presents a really interesting opportunity here for the Hornets. For those out there who are in tank mode, and I don't subscribe to that line of thinking, I know you don't either, Rob Longo, but there really isn't anything for the Hornets to lose here right now. When you look at the NBA standings, Charlotte has a pretty wide gap between themselves and the bottom three teams in the NBA, San Antonio, Houston, and of course Detroit, whom the Hornets just beat. They're roughly five, six games ahead of anyone in that group, so it's very, very unlikely that anyone is going to be caught by the Hornets in a manner of speaking. Then on the flip side, you've got Orlando, who's got about a five-game lead over the Hornets for the next spot on the ladder. So Orlando would really have to fall apart, and the Hornets would have to maintain winning at this pace all throughout the tape to even make it close. So there is not a lot to risk there for any of the tankers out there, so I want to put that thought to bed. Let's not worry about that, because A, I don't think the Hornets should worry about it regardless, and B, I don't think it's going to end up being a factor. So as we look at this five-game homestand here, tipping off tonight against Utah and then continuing with a back-to-back on Sunday against Cleveland, Rob Longo, what matchups are you most looking forward to from a promotion standpoint or from a performance standpoint, and why? So there's two that stick out to me, and if I have to give one honorable mention real quickly, I would say tomorrow's game against Cleveland, just because it's the second night of a back-to-back, the Cavs are pretty hot. They're kind of in the midst of this weird schedule quirk where they're playing Two series back-to-back, more or less. They're in Miami for two. They played last night against the Heat after playing them Wednesday as well. And then they have to go here to Charlotte and play Sunday, Tuesday on, you know, another series, more or less. So I'm interested to see how the Cavs, more or less, play. And I'm interested to see how the Hornets are able to handle the second day of a back-to-back where they don't have to travel for once, which I think is a rarity in the schedule this year for what it's worth for Charlotte. But I think the biggest game for me in this five-game homestand is certainly the Philadelphia game coming up next Friday. I think that, for me, is probably the one that I really want to keep an eye on just because, A, there's a chance for the Hornets to catch the Sixers on a little bit more rest. They'll have multiple days off after that Cleveland game on Tuesday. And the fact that the Sixers are just playing really, really good basketball. I mean, they're obviously 20-plus games over 500. They're looking, or at least still in the hunt, more or less, for the top seed in the Eastern Conference. They're sitting in third right now. And they have a pretty comfortable lead, and there's a little bit of a gap between them and Boston for second. But, again, every game is very important for the Sixers. I think this is an opportunity for Charlotte to see what they really have here in terms of some of the younger guys and see how much of an advantage playing at home has been for this team because we haven't seen that. Obviously, this is tied for the longest homestand 
of the season for the Hornets. So I think a combination of all those things is a reason why I'm keeping an eye on Friday's game against the Sixers as Charlotte looks to play spoiler against Philadelphia and ruin their chances at a top three seed, potentially. We are aligned once again, Rob Longo. That's the one I had circled as well from a promotional standpoint. It'll be St. Patrick's Day. That's going to be a fun night at Spectrum Center. But beyond that, you look at the Hornets since the All-Star break. They're the number one defense in the NBA based off defensive rating. Philadelphia is the number two offense since the break. So I, I, I want to be fair here. I think you can make an argument that some of the teams that Charlotte has played since the All-Star break have not been the strongest. Detroit, the Hornets have seen twice. They've gotten Orlando. So there, there's room to say, okay, the Hornets, maybe their defensive rating is getting a little healthier because there have been more home games over the, the course of this stretch of the season or some weaker opponents. But you can't say that when it comes to Philadelphia. And, and really, I think that, that argument and in general falls flat, but I'm, I'm trying to play devil's advocate here. But against Philadelphia, that is an elite team, period, end of sentence. Plus, it's an elite offense that's playing very, very well right now. So we'll get a chance to see just how good this Hornets defense is. Is it potentially one that can really just flat-out win games next year, regardless of opposition, uh, because that's going to become important. The calling card for the Hornets last season was the offense, and there were times where they went out and just tried to outscore people. That's not always the the most sound strategy, but they were an elite offense, so you were leaning into that. Now the Hornets are without LaMelo Ball. They're further leaning into their defense, but defense travels well. Defense is something that's in your DNA as a team, and even with the team's defensive rating being so good, Charlotte's pace of play is been extremely high since the All-Star break as well, which, again, lends it to being a better offense once you reinsert LaMelo Ball back into the picture. But for this homestand, I like Philadelphia. If I have to circle another one based off Rob rules, similar argument goes for the Indiana Pacers. They are the number 3 offense since the All-Star break, and oh, by the way, that'll be another one that the Hornets have at home with multiple days of rest leading up to it. So Charlotte's got a lot of home games to look forward to. It tips off tonight against Utah, followed by a Sunday earlier start time against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland stays in town to go head-to-head with the Hornets on Tuesday. Then St. Patrick's Day against Joel Embiid and the Philadelphia 76ers. Also, the return of Jalen McDaniels. It'll be good to see Jalen back in the building. Uh, He, of course, was traded away at the deadline. McDaniels and the Sixers in town on Friday the 17th for St. Patrick's Day. And then the homestand wraps up on Monday, March 20th against the Indiana Pacers. Lots to look forward to in this homestand, but it tips off tonight. Hornets taking on the Utah Jazz will have our game preview for you next here on the Hornets Hivecast. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps. 
in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Sam Farber and Rob Longo here with you on the HHC, the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta. Game day edition, Hornets trying to make it three straight victories and eight in their last 11 games. It's been a really strong run here for the Hornets. Yes, the injury to LaMelo Ball does exist, and it is disappointing that we're not going to get to see him with this group the remainder of the season, but it doesn't detract from the level of play that we've seen on the floor from those who are healthy and able to go. If you missed it early in the podcast, I'm not sure how you did. Maybe you're fast-forwarding around on podcasts. You were distracted at the time. Mark Williams questionable for tonight with the thumb sprain. We'll keep our fingers crossed for that one, but as we talked about in segment one, Rob, there are backup plans available to the Hornets. Nick Richards has played very, very well. He got upgraded to a double-double in that last game, so good news there for the Hornets that he will get an opportunity to start, I think, for the first time all season. He's played rather consistently in the rotation, but has not gotten a start, so this will be a good opportunity for him if it comes that way. And then Kai Jones would likely be elevated to the number two center in the rotation. That's if, if Mark Williams does not play and he is starting the day as questionable. You know how this works, Rob Longo. We need players to watch for both teams as well as a statistic to watch. Where would you like to begin? Let's switch it up a little bit. Usually we go with players to watch first. Let's go with a stat to watch, and I'm taking a look at points in the paint. I think that's kind of the obvious one, and it might be a little contingent based on what ends up happening with the status of Mark Williams tonight, but either way, head coach Steve Clifford obviously wants to win the paint battle. Both of these teams played on Thursday. Both of these teams put up 64 points in the paint. Of course, you know, the Hornets scoring 113 against the Pistons. Utah put up 129 and a 129-124 win in Orlando. Walker Kessler was 5-5 five of five from the field. He had 13 points. Lori Markin is another tall body that was able to dominate the paint for the most part with a game-high 31 as well. So the paint points are certainly going to be a point of emphasis here for both sides. I don't know what that looks like without Mark Williams. I'm sure there's not going to be much of a drop-off considering Nick Richards has done a really good job decreasing the points in the paint and the shooting percentage at the rim when he's in there defensively. So that's certainly not going to be a surprise if the Hornets are able to limit the jazz, at least in those paint battles, or at least those paint touches more or less. So for me, points in the paint is going to be the one to keep an eye on today. I don't know if it's going to be a situation where which team blinks first and tries to start shooting threes because neither team is is very, very good from three-point land. So this might be a case of we just see – paint touch after paint touch after paint touch on both sides of the floor. Go a little old school more or less, I guess. So points in the paint is my stat to watch tonight. 
I like it. My stat to watch is going to be the, the total point level. This is more in a pace of play type of argument. You look at Utah, they had a really hot start to the season. They were everyone's darling. Everyone was talking about, oh, this is a team that everyone thought was going to be tanking and, and trying to get to the bottom of the standings and upgrade their opportunities to select one of the elite prospects in this year's draft, but the players and coaching staff had a very different idea. So they started hot. They've kind of leveled off a bit. They're still in the mix, and it's a very crowded field right now in the West. Right now, Utah is a couple of games below 500, and they are within three games of the five seed in the West, but with a loss tonight against the Hornets, they likely fall out of the top ten altogether. So it's really, really tight. In a matter of a week, they could surge up to almost home court advantage for the first round of the playoffs or fall entirely out of the picture altogether. So, So this is an important one, but when you look at Utah and the way they function, Lately, offensive rating hasn't been that kind, but overall on the season, their offensive output has been very good. They're a top-five scoring offense in the NBA, and Charlotte, clearly without LaMelo Ball, is is not one right now. They are a team that's based around defense, but you got to score to win a little bit. And so my number to watch, my stat to watch, is 108 points. For the Hornets, that gives them some room to work with with their defense that's playing very, very well right now, but that's a number you can shoot for that you probably have a chance to hold the Jazz under. Over the last 11 games, the Hornets are unbeaten when they hit or surpass 108 points. For the Utah Jazz, this is an offense that routinely, on average, over the course of the entire season, is averaging 117. But just looking over their last few box scores, I'm having a hard time finding a game where they scored 108 and one. I have to go all the way back to January 28th. That was against Dallas. That was before they had Kyrie Irving, and that was pre-All-Star break even. So you got to go back a pretty long ways to find a game where Utah scored under 110 and actually won the contest, which leads me to believe that the Hornets can put the Jazz under that number. They'll have a good chance to win, and moreover, they need to score over that number to get the win. Where would you like to go next, Rob Longo? A Hornets player or a Jazz player to watch? Let's go with Hornets player to watch, and I think the obvious one here is Kelly Oubre. He's just been playing so well, especially from an offensive standpoint. I mean, 27 points in his last two games, each outing against the Knicks and the Pistons. And the thing that I love, too, is the effectiveness of his shot. He's been very effective, very selective. He shot 56% from the field on Thursday's game. You go back to the win against the Knicks. He shot 58% from the field. He was 10 of 17. Three for six from beyond the arc as well. The three-point shooting has definitely rounded into form, and Again, something that Sam Crow mentioned on the podcast yesterday was it's not easy coming back from a hand injury, or at least we can speculate because we've never had one, but having an injury on your shooting hand nonetheless and having to have surgery on it and then coming back, I'm sure there's a little bit of touch and feel that you have to get acclimated back to. And we saw that in his first game back from the All-Star break, first game back from that injury as well, where he was just two of six, didn't take a high shot volume, was over three from beyond the arc, but since then, I mean, he's really started to catch fire. Didn't have the best shooting percentages in those losses to the Suns or the Magic or Brooklyn, for the most part. I mean, he did shoot about 53% from the field against Orlando. But in those games where the Hornets just weren't very competitive, more or less, considering the Suns game and the Nets game, he didn't shoot well. So I'm not saying there's a direct correlation between Kelly's shooting performance and his percentage and if the Hornets win or not here without LaMelo Ball. But it's tied probably a little bit more than it used to be for the most part, obviously. So Kelly Oubre is 
I'm not saying he's the guy that if he goes, the team goes, but it's pretty close to it. We've seen that over the course of the last two weeks or so uh, with this team where he's been able to be north of 20 four times. So Kelly Uber is my guy to watch tonight for the Hornets. He's been a very hot hand. I'm going to go with another one. I'm going to say Terry Rozier is the Hornets player to watch, and he has been north of 20 points in each of the Hornets' last two wins. But more importantly, look at his assist-to-turnover ratio. In those two wins, 16 assists, zero turnovers. He has been playing picture-perfect point guard play. Is the shooting as good as it usually is, typically is for Terry Rozier? No, he's gone three for 14 from three, but it hasn't mattered because he's generating so many additional shot opportunities, both with his defense and by taking care of the basketball. So Terry Rozier, he's wearing a lot of hats right now, and and I still believe he is best suited playing off the ball, catch-and-shoot three-point opportunities. That's where he is most lethal. That's where, quite frankly, he's had some of his very best games on the season, but the necessity has created this opportunity for Terry to be the number one point guard, and he has taken it and run with it. Again, last two games, he's averaged 23 points per night, eight assists per game, and a grand total of zero turnovers in that stretch. I've got Terry Rozier circled as my Hornets player to watch, which leaves us only with a Utah Jazz player to watch, Rob Longo. Yeah, and I think the obvious one here, I know Walker Kessler is the more appealing pick these days just because he's the rookie and he's has a very, very strong case for rookie of the year with Paula Bencaro and a couple other guys. But for me, Lloyd Markkinen, he was also this year, he's just been playing on another level ever since he was acquired from Cleveland. I thought he didn't get a very good shake in Cleveland at the end of the day, or at least with Chicago either, where they let him go and restrict the free agency. And I'm not saying one man's trash is another man's treasure by any means of the imagination because Lloyd Markkinen is a very, very, very good player and he's able to prove it this year in Utah with a a little bit more of an expanded role. North of 30, the last two games that he's played, dropped 43 in the middle of February against Oklahoma City. I mean, this guy's just a walking bucket. I know he's going to get his, and it's easier to try to at least contain him rather than stop him completely. But every single game that he's played in this year, he's been in double figures. I know the shot volume can be higher some days than most, but for me, you just can't let him get to that 40 number or anything like that. So Lloyd Markman is my player to watch tonight for Utah. He's the all-star. Easy pick. Correct pick, I would say, probably as well. Mine, I'm going to go with the other guy you mentioned. I'm going with Walker Kessler. I don't know that he's going to get to rookie of the year. I think he's very, very likely going to be the NBA first-team all-rookie selection. I think if Mark Williams played the same minutes per game over the same quantity of games, there'd be a strong argument for Mark as well. But you can't take away from what Walker Kessler has done here this season. He's averaging you know, only eight points and eight rebounds per game. But his efficiency is through the roof. He's been an outstanding rim protector. And over the course of this long road trip that the Jazz are on right now, it's a game five of a six-game stretch to play in Miami before heading home, I believe. But he's missed one of those games. But in the other three leading up to tonight, double-double in each and every one, averaging 13 points and 10 boards. And he's had at least three blocked shots in each of those games. So he's a really good rim protector. He's done well in the starting role. I will be interested to see how the two career paths go. And this is something that tends to happen in rookie classes. We're always going to look at LaMelo Ball next to Anthony Edwards. And whenever those two are aligned on the floor, we'll compare the numbers. And then, you know, even for all-star game selections and whatnot, they're going to be tied together. Same is going to be 
true for these two, Mark Williams and Walker Kessler, and probably Jalen Duran as well. But at least for the moment, Mark Williams and Walker Kessler are the two that have a hammer lock on their team's respective starting center role. I'm not sure that's the case right now with Duran, considering they traded for James Wiseman. But between Kessler and Williams, if that matchup happens, that's an ideal for the Hornets because it means uh, the thumb injury is as minimal as can possibly be, considering it was sustained roughly 48 hours ago. Um, But even if he goes up against Nick Richards or at times Kai Jones, I'll be interested to see how Walker Kessler performs. Again, three straight double-doubles on this road trip, four straight double-doubles overall for Kessler. Not a big-time scorer, but he's a very good finisher. He has missed, I think, three shots total on this road trip. He's something crazy like 18 for 21, a 85% field goal percentage, which is nuts. So he's been playing well, and he's my guy to watch for the Utah Jazz. Tickets are available for this one. It's night one of a weekend back-to-back here for the Hornets. Hornets will host the Cleveland Cavaliers tomorrow. And, of course, we'll have a game preview podcast for that one as well, in addition to breaking down tonight's game in tomorrow's edition of the HHC. Double duty for us tomorrow, Rob Longo. No rest for the wicked by any means of the imagination, but hey, at least we're home for five straight. That's the good news. I am so excited about it. Long home stretch here for the Hornets. Some rest factored in as well. And as we talked about earlier here in the podcast, lots of great games to select from. You got the two back-to-back this weekend. Friday night, St. Patrick's Day, Hornets versus the 76ers, and then a couple other matchups there as well. Will be a lot of fun. Tickets are available at Hornets.com. That's going to do it for this edition of the HHC. For Rob Longo, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along. We will talk to you tomorrow right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings.